What up, Snapback fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, it's not coming home. Instead, it is going to Rome. England loses and PK's in the final. Even I's reaction to that. Connor McGregor gets his ankle lit up. And at the time of this recording, oh my God, Cam Johnson literally just killed another person. Holy crap, that dunk was insane. Anyways, game three is going on. It looks like the Bucks are probably going to win, but... Who knows? We'll see when this is posted. And we check in with Eagleson. We hear back on his driver's test and his marks. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. He's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! Three, two, one. Testing. One, two, three. <clears throat> Here we go now, y'all. Three, two, one. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Setterman. Joining me today, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Do you truthfully believe that I'm meant to be happy in life? <laughs> answer that answer that as my best friend since we were kids um i think actually I, I did read a tweet prior to the start of this podcast it was like uh your life is a moment of is a lifetime of sadness filled with moments of happiness as soon as you're that born, is like some wait, depressing wait, wait, shit wait as soon as you're born all you do is get closer to the day you die so um to answer Listen, your- that was a that was a that was a dark start to the podcast regardless out of me but you just brought my mood way down you just um, said you just basically said what wh- whatever we die anyway so what's it matter that actually is one of the uh chapters of the book i'm writing but uh super freeing super freeing thought when you okay so i saw your tweet that you're gonna write a book yeah when you say write a book you mean like you typing it out. I yeah, I've been typing out some paragraphs. You you're not good at grammar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you get like a What is the editor. what is the process of a book writer? Uh the well, the writer you just write it. Cuz I think I could write a book. I'm sure you do. I could What's that supposed to mean? I, I mean, you think you can do everything. Respectfully, it's a good trait to have. Bet on bet on yourself and double down. Yeah. But no, I can narrate a book and have someone else write down a collection of my thoughts yeah. and then i think you could publish that yeah is that what I, you're doing no i'm starting to actually write those thoughts down and it's not great and i gotta find my style and i'm sure there'll be an editor along the way but uh once you do it you know the words come out i know words are you going to i assume that i'll work i will somehow work my way into this book in some capacity well, right well so the book's premise is the 25 things i've learned in my 25 years of life can I can I get like four of them? But I'm like you'll do twenty one. I'll do four. I of them. You can my, take all the credit. I asked my grandma today, so I'm asking everyone that's close to my life. So I think this is a good opportunity to ask you: What is one thing you've learned in your twenty five years of life? Expectations are bad, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be about like Philadelphia Eagles football. Like it, it's. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. You're the one who just twisted it like that. I said expectations are bad to have. But something else, 
You want like some deep shit? Yeah, that's the the one <clears> of the <throat> opening chapters is about how everyone dies anyways. So so stop caring so about. So fuck it. Yeah. So literally, so fuck it. I would say if I had to give a deep that, piece of advice, sounds just for everyone listening. There Abe, was a crack right there, there. No, there was a bachelor party this weekend. That's why Abe's voice, which is normally in the dumps, but this is actually no. This but, is a, this is good for me right but now. But he was not. Um, he was not starting to tear up as he was delivering his first thought. There, I would say it's not what happens to you; it's how you react to it. Mm, elaborate, you know? Yeah. It's like sh- bad shit happens in your wow. This is the deepest we've ever gotten on this far from deep podcast. But everyone goes through crazy bad shit in their life, and it's like you can put a time clock on it, right? For how long it keeps you down. Obviously, those feelings are going to come up uh, regardless. But like y- the only person that can control the way you feel is yourself and how you think. Yeah. So it's what I say. It's not what happens to you. It's how you react to it. Now, that's easier said than done. Your emotions can overcome anyone. But I think that that is the easiest way to when you're going through tough shit in your life. Love it. Like I hope Eagleson when you blow all this down. Like when you blow. Yeah, Eagleson, <laughs> take notes. Like when you blow a 26 point lead at home in a game five, if that were just happened, it's not it's not what happened. You know, it's not. It's 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 the fact that you can come home cuddle in bed with one of your childhood best friends, record a podcast on the Spotify green room app and just move on. You know, you don't wake up in the morning in a dark room, watching highlights, listening to Philly sports radio. It's just how you react to it. Fair play. All right. It's like how you react to if, I don't know, 17 year olds are taking penalty kicks (laughs) in the second biggest tournament in soccer on the biggest stage. But it's how you react to it. Good, good transition op. I like, I like your thought. If anyone else has thoughts, feel free to share with me. I think it's fun. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a bunch. No, of you these. should. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out like how do I? I don't want to like steal other people's because then I think it completely changes the premise of the book. Feel free to steal anything I've ever Give said credit, and though? not credit. No, no credit. Run with it. All right. Run with it. But if you do use my name in some capacity, I would, I would like an alias. Okay. And I want to make up the name. Okay. Think on that. I don't think you have yeah. it right now. Um, no. It's not coming home. It's going to Rome. The lads in Wembley fall just short. Just really, just really, really tough. Um, great. I don't want to say great match because, you know, there's a goal in the second minute. Then, really, England only had one shot on goal. They played for PKs once it went to extra time. Penalty kicks was electric. Penalty kicks was amazing, which also is like, the worst way to end a final, but also the best way. I was gonna say, as like a you grew up playing soccer, and soccer was never my thing. That's the most enter like that's if you want people to watch soccer, that's what you want. But the soccer hardos are like, that's not how you end an important tournament like that because it's literally a coin flip. Yeah, but maybe you should score earlier. Yeah, you know you you know the rules. Yeah, well that I think that's the point that England a lot of people made to Southgate. He came out defensively they didn't concede a goal in open play for the entire tournament that means from the run of play i'm trying to break this down no corners no free kicks no penalties they did not allow a goal while there was just play going regularly which is pretty crazy why did they take away golden goal or was that never a thing and it only wasn't that's in yeah that's in very rare tournament structures but most most of these isn't that like also like 
probably the second most electric yeah, thing. That's penalty by kicks. far the most electric. Like, why wouldn't they do that? Yeah, that I love Golden Goal personally. I would love to see that. And it's rare that the team who scores first in extra time doesn't end up winning anyways. So I think just ending it there and making sure teams are more aggressive, I think is fun. Um, but yeah, England plays defensive. And the strat, you know, people question Southgate all tournament long. Where's all Sancho? Why Grealish sub? But like he pulled the perfect strings all tournament long, led him to the final. And then they go up 1-0 and people are like, well, why are they sitting in defensively? Like that, that was the way they were going. And, park the bus, I think, is the term you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, they pretty much parked the bus. And, you know, I think if you told me in the 60th minute England's going to have the lead, have five defenders on, have two CDMs on, you would want them to kind of go through that way. And then, you know, Italy scores and then the game just flipped. But the game flipped. Italy never scored again. So it goes to penalty kicks. And in the PKs, uh, back and forth through the first two rounds, Pickford makes an early save. And then Rashford misses, um, Sancho gets saved, and then Saka loses the game after a crazy Pickford save to extend the shootout to that fifth. I thought that was going to rewrite English history. That I thought we were going to forget about Parliament, everything <laughs> back in 1774, and that was going to be the start of the new age in England, was that Jordy Pickford save on the corner. That's That was incredible save. Incredible PKs. Um, your thoughts? How do you... Yeah, as someone who right hand up, and I don't do this often on this podcast, doesn't know shit about soccer, right? I know the players. I, I don't know even anything remotely close to X's and O's. I watched that game today, and it stood out to me how poor the coaching was. Raheem Sterling, as much as I hate him, he's been giving England the most energy the entire tournament. He's found the back of the net multiple times. How does he not take a PK? How do you bring on... 18 and 19 and 20 year olds on the world's biggest stage like that. Like Jack, let me, let me rephrase it this way. It's the NBA finals. We'll say the Orlando magic are in it. Two minutes left. You know, there's going to be intentionally fouling and whoever the coach is, Steve Clifford, whatever his name was, puts in Markel says, you know what? I trust the guy. You don't scratch your head at that. Okay. <laughs> That's who's the comparison to Markel? Saka? The eight oh, the nine. Yeah, the eighteen and nineteen year old. And how are you on an international team in the Euro stage of the final taking a PK? I don't care how hard it is, this, that, where you're trying to put the ball. You don't miss the net. You don't. I'm all you right. Don't. Here we go. I'm gonna burn eleven times out of ten. I will either make it or the goalie will save it i will not miss the net i'm gonna burn my first stock down here which is 2020 vision and i think we now live in a world where a team loses and someone has to get blamed it's funny right like hell yeah like the other team that's the comedic that's the comedic part of sports but, but that's the thing you get to bully people no, no no but it doesn't even have to do a trolling like that's a whole different story like he misses right. whatever that you want to troll that's fine that's going to come with the territory but i feel right. like we can never just be like well this team did this well so when i say that what i mean is everyone's on you know southgate for for bringing on those players but like He's been with them in practice. He knows, like, they're their penalty takers. Oh, don't give me that no, shit, no. dude. It, 
Are you trying to find the good in a team that lost? No, no, no. no. I'm saying it's it's everyone's just looking at it so results oriented that it's like it's why not give credit to the Italy goalie who was stone cold as I've ever the entire tournament. Huh? The entire he won, tournament. He too. won player of the tournament. He makes the save to win the Euros. You would have thought he just woke up from a nap. Stoic as ever. Like, like, dude. So. I was watching at a bar in Philadelphia and I knew the result, like had it had England missed or whatever happened that Italy would have won. And then it happened and everyone, 75% of the bar was Italy fans. And it was kind of tough for me. I did scream at one point, Harry, you handsome lad when everyone was quiet and I got one person to yell, he is handsome. (laughs) Um, But when I saw the goalie's reaction, I, I took a step back. I was like, wait, is there still more soccer to be that, played? That's what I'm saying. He's literally the best goalkeeper in the world today. That was some Mamba mentality. Yeah, and he the the soccer penalty, like everyone's on soccer, not on soccer, but they're on Southgate for putting on soccer. Like that was a quality pen. Like it was a pretty solid, strongly hit penalty. It was a great save. Uh, Rashford missed the net, but he actually like it was a good run up in the end. He just missed. He got him to go the wrong way. Sancho, his penalty was okay, but like the options. If you want an older player just because – but they're they're older doesn't mean they're better penalty takers. So I just think that's what – But what what is the reasoning for Raheem Sterling not taking uh, that He's, he's not a good penalty taker. That's like a known thing. And it's the same thing, you know, is – is I find it hard me too. to no, rationalize. No, me, and this is me being a, a – like, like I said, I don't know much about soccer. A penalty kick when you're in – on an international stage in the final – what does that mean? I'm not a good one. You can't kick. You can't be a soccer player. There's a lot of skill. You can't be an NBA too. player and not know how no, to shoot a, or score the basket. There's a lot of skill. That kind of stuff doesn't there, really. There's make a sense ton of to skill. Me. Like Kane. Also, the you the saw one, how good whoever a, took the penalty kick the straightaway run at it was kind of weird to me. It's like you saw how good Kane was. Like the goalie guessed the right way. He just put in the side netting. Like there's levels to the best penalty kickers. The one thing I'll give credit to, like like I said, I thought Saka's penalty was good. The goalie just guessed the right way, made a save was that was his first penalty as a professional football player that's tough that that's tough to put him in that spot but and wasn't it i don't know who the player was but the the sub that came on it was his first they brought him on in the 120 both, it was his first touch both of the Sancho game and rashford that it was those were the how, two how subs. do you do that they're the penalty takers like they're good in that spot it's like bring it all right i'll give you a perfect example it's like bringing in the 90% free throw shooter cold off the bench versus the 70% player who's been in the run of the action. What about what would you what prefer? About the like, one that's been playing the into- not the one that shoots 36% in the playoffs. Yeah, no, not the, they would not give it to Ben Simmons. But seriously, think about that. You're in the NBA Finals, fourth quarter, 30 seconds left, and you're it's one of those like offense defense situations. Would you rather 90% Guy off the bench who has literally not played. That's not what, fair. What do you mean? That's not a fair that's question. The, because you're making me. Because the answer I want to give to you is the 90%. But that sounds like a sports nerd. You know what I mean? That is just playing by the numbers. Where I like to go with, what do your nuts tell you in that situation? I'm asking you. I would go with the 90%. Yeah, okay, me too. And that's, that's what I think England did today. And it's very results-oriented. My whole point was, I think... Why not give credit to Italy and the goalie specifically? Because that's we don't 
Not we don't far. need to be like he made the wrong decision because Jordan Henderson didn't take a penalty. Like the guy is terrible at yeah. penalty. Well, I mean, Italy, congratulations, yeah. Italy. You won the Euro Cup final and we'll throw an asterisk your way with it too. <laughs> uh tough day you can't win a championship you can't win a championship in 2021 without an asterisk yeah, it's physically impossible course. tough day for uh unless you're the tampa bay Lightning. the english and the irish um mm. connor mcgregor loses in round one or post round one to injury cancellation whatever to dustin poirier abe is connor mcgregor done i want to say yes like, at what point do we have to stop? I love McGregor. I really do. He's the best entertainer in sports almost. When you talk as much as he does and you lose three of your last four fights, at what point do we have to, like, stop giving this guy the airwaves? You know what I mean? And it's like, but he's so out there, like, going at Poirier's wife, saying your wife's in me DMs right after the fight. A little self-awareness, but, like, that's his whole brand, and he's not self-aware. Um, but he loses three out of his last four fights. It ends in an anticlimactic injury stoppage. It's like, what is he, 32 years old or something? Does anyone really want to fight Connor? Like, it's like, sure, you can make a lot of money when you fight Connor, but if anyone cares about their legacy and, like, moving up in the world rankings and becoming a well-respected fighter, it's like, Connor's not that guy anymore. Yeah, he, he just isn't. And that was an electric first round, too, what we were seeing. It's a shame that it ended the way it did. It's also like, to me, like, it didn't look like it was a contact injury. It looks like he did one step and it kind of snapped. Yeah. It's like paper paper glass, bone. So, all right. So, so I don't know. on that, they believe that when he went to kick Poirier way early in the round, that it kind of um, chipped at his shin. And then when he slipped, it turned and fully cracked through. Yeah, it's gross. I don't, I don't, I don't do well with that stuff. <laughs> gross to think about. I don't do well with that I, stuff. I, so in terms of like who Connor is as a person, I like a lot of people are jumping off his ship because not because of the trash talking, but kind of like how he's doing it. And yeah, it's his brand. But the wife shit the, was weird. It's the, like there's certain stuff you don't say. Like you can fully say in an interview who the fuck yeah. is this guy. And everyone thinks it's funny because you have a great accent. But once you lose and start going at a guy's wife, it's like, and come on. And you say, you say you're it's his brand, and that's what I think people liked. But now they're like, well, Poirier and Khabib like, genuinely do not like him. Because he said – and Poirier said it in the post. He was like, he's a scumbag. Like, karma's a bitch. He said, I'm going to fight him in the octagon or I'm going to fight yeah. him in the street. Like, like there's going to be so another I don't fight. think it's a brand thing. I think people are like, Connor's like, the stuff you're saying is just going way past the line. Like, go over the line. That's fine. That's who you are. Past the line's weird. But don't double down. On the, I don't care that he does it after, though. Like, that's actually, it's what he says after. After, it's like, that's Connor being right. Connor. In terms of the actual fighting, I think people are a little quick to jump ship on Connor. Here's my reasoning. He, you know, post the Mayweather fight, he's three, he's three, lost three or four, like you said, the Cowboy Cerrone. And the one yeah, fight was, was a tune-up with Cowboy Cerrone. Khabib, no one in the world's beating Khabib. Khabib would literally murder anyone, so that, I don't care about that. And I think last fight against Poirier, you could tell he, it was just a marketing thing for his whiskey. He didn't really care. And then I thought this mm -hmm. fight, you saw it when he lost or got hurt. Like, he seemed very angry. It looked like he really did train really hard. And you knew that they, he wasn't going to let 
Fourier, you know, smashes leg in again. Like he came in with the strategy and then everyone's like, if the fight went on, Poirier was going to kill him. I also kind of disagree there. Like Connor looked, he was when he would have won that first Poirier round. Would have. Yeah. But, but Connor, yeah. but the thing was Connor won the first two minutes. Like he got some really good shots in mm -hmm. and then he made a really dumb move of going for the guillotine. And where Poirier just absolutely toasted him on the ground. And I think, like, he survived that first round. And had he realized, like, I can't – okay, I just can't let him get me on the ground again. I feel good with my boxing and my standing game. I feel like who no, – like, who's to say? Because he was up 10-8 in the first round that Poirier was obviously going to win the fight. So I think people are quick to jump ship. Like you said, if Connor comes back now and fights again, he starts in his weight class of, like, 7th or 8th in the world. Like, he's – the problem is he's gonna fight someone really bad. Like it's not he. He's gonna he's he'll, he'll his next fight won't be a Poirier thing. It'll be another tune up yeah. Cowboy Cerrone. But thing. I'm excited for him to see. I think he's. I think he was ready to walk away, but now people are like, he's walked away yeah. seven times. I, I think. You know what the thing about Connor is and why he's not done. Dana White won't let him be done. Dana White is too smart of a businessman to let his biggest asset in his conglomerate of a business just slip and cap of the week goes to all the people who are like i don't know if i'd watch another connor fight like connor walking out yeah what? that that was the new thing like on, there were polls on twitter like would you even like you know make time you know how you kind of there's ufc every saturday night it feels like and there seems to be a big fight every two or three weeks but like you don't make time for all of them like connor you make time like it, it's a thing for how bad he connor is he is, and in my opinion, will always be appointment yeah. television. Like, I, I didn't bet on the fight last night. I didn't really care. I thought Poirier was going to win. And Connor walks out. He does his strut. And I turned to one of my brother's friends at the bachelor party. I was like, how do you not love yeah, this guy? Electric. he's electric. He's a world-class entertainer. I don't know. And I just thought about something. As you said, nobody's going to fight nor beat Khabib. How many people, you and my age and size, would it take to beat Khabib up? Uh, 20. I think 10 probably it's just like are you like I'm I would be too scared to like get within striking distance and like you kind of right. got a mass attack well he's a wrestler he doesn't hit hard. <laughs> okay <laughs> um I'm just judging by all right, we're style, pushing but... NBA finals talk to the second half of the pod because we're recording three minutes in game three uh second quarter but we'll move to stock up stock down stock up number one goes to maid service you see that crazy shit in Colorado? Yeah. No. So apparently a maid discovered four people, uh, a thousand rounds of ammunition and many weapons oh, outside yeah. of Coors Field. All-star game is this week for the MLB. So shout out to, I believe it was a her. Um, just thank God. Yeah. Good looks. Thank Good God looks. she found it super scary, but. Stock up to her for that because that, that's terrifying. Good looks for the maid. My first stock up, Jose Altuve. Mm. Walks it off against the Yankees after Judge chirps him the other day covering up a jersey and just totally doubles down on the whole trash can banging thing. But you know what's bullshit? They never came out if he actually wore a buzzer or not. Do you think he did? I don't. And I if don't. you saw he took his shirt off, the tattoo that he claimed was new was actually there on his chest. So, Well, when you go with that story, you run you to the think? tattoo parlor. Like, after. that's the shit that at least NBA Twitter would find. You think he was never going to be photographed? NBA Twitter. 
NBA Twitter would find that. MLB Twitter yeah, doesn't knows. exist, thankfully, for Jose Altuve. But he walks off the Yankees. Anytime the Yankees lose or suffer heartbreak, I just eat that shit up. So Jose trolling the Yankees. I was full-on rooting for the Astros last year. Like, I have that demonic thinking when it comes to sports where I root for the the messed up shit, not necessarily the right shit. And I was like, you know what? People hate the Astros. The Astros are good for baseball. Screw it. I'll ride for them. But awesome to see how Altuve chirped them back. Um, Short stack up number two goes to Dodger Stadium. Drake took Amari Bailey's mother on a date at Dodger Stadium. Literally rented out Dodger Stadium. Where do you want to go to dinner? (laughs) I don't know. The local steakhouse. How's Dodger Stadium? Who's playing? (laughs) Nobody. Did you see all the memes that came Um, out with like uh, all the lyrics that are going to come from it? Those are world class. how, How do you feel about like, Again, I think about, I try and spin things, but like Amari Bailey, high school prospect, really good at basketball. Does this not have a little bit of NIL to it? Is Drake going to start something, recruit Amari Bailey, or be his like stepfather? Could it it be tampering with like, isn't he like the global ambassador for the Raptors? Raptors could be tampering. Good call. No, I want the Raptors for check for discovering that. I shot it. Send it. <laughs> Fine. You take the fourth pick. I'll take <laughs> busy bones. Leon. Yeah, that's stock up Dodger Stadium. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> Just imagine taking a girl out on a date. We're going to we're going to a stadium. Oh, I'm excited to play. <laughs> Nobody's playing. Kind of scary. Yeah, a little. Could you imagine being with one other person in a big ass no. stadium like that? Well, maybe you will one day. <laughs> um, stock up number two for me, England. England, baby. I know we talked about this a few weeks ago. Obviously, the Euros are a big deal. Came up short. But like we said, I don't think a team has ever won in the Euro Cup final and then went on to win the World Cup. So I like our chances in Qatar. When do they announce the uh, the groups I don't for think that? For a little while. Because they have it. Well, they don't have qualifying yet. Qualifying takes place in two or three sessions over the next year. If you were going to put odds on the U.S. to qualify, minus 500. What would they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like that. They they missed qualification by one game last time around, and their team's 10 times better. If they do not qualify, if crazier things have happened, you riding the lads? I always ride the lads. We went to the pub today. We were I went crazy with when the Pickford saved. Like, I mean, Kane's the captain, so I think that's a big part of it. But, yeah, I, I love rooting for them. And I talk – you know England and the U.S. were in a group. You know how many Italian people I called a wanker today? You know England and U.S. were in a group in in the World Cup, like, recently? Was that the year we played Algeria? Uh, Yeah. With the Landon Donovan run? No, it was... It wasn't the one before that, because we had the Portugal, Belgium, Germany group of death that one year. No, because we... That was 2016, I believe. we played Belgium. I know, it was Portugal, Germany, and... It was one other Oh, I think it was an African But we were with Portugal and Germany. It was. Yeah, I think it was a yeah, green yeah. When Brooksy scored, so so yeah, Albania. in two thousand, then two thousand eight World Cup maybe or two thousand ten, two thousand ten World Cup, I guess. That would be the Landon Donovan. Run, yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. So England one one draw. The England goalkeeper uh, dropped the ball into the goal. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. It was it was like they kicked it. No, back it was a shot. Right I think, throw. Yeah, I remember. It. 
His name last yeah, name was Green. Right. Yeah. The goalie. Anyways, something like that. I do look. See, to the people that say Abe, you're not British. You're not from England. How do I know this then? If the U.S. and England ended up in a group, that'd suck. But yeah, if you can't see what the U.S. and why I said I'd rather the U.S. win the World Cup, like, did you see England today? Like, they lost their collective mind. There were people in Philadelphia driving around with Italian flags honking their horns. And if I guess if it was the home country, but I mean, I just don't know how you see highlights of what England looked like this morning prior to kickoff and not be like, like the U.S. wouldn't come close. To it would be insane. Like though. It really would. Like everyone was watching the it game. It would be today. cool. Every single person. The Every, bars you couldn't but move. Like, I'm talking like Twitter. I'm talking like girls I know, like who don't watch sports. Like if the U.S. was in, won the World Cup, that whole month, the quarters, the semis, the final would literally be like the greatest month in American history. And if the queen had a penis, she'd be the king. Stock but down. Here we are. Number two, because um, uh, I did the 2020 vision. Connor's ankle. That shit was gross. That's all I had to say. Mangled. Was... Mangled. I don't, I really, like, you know how people get, like, skeeved out by different things. They see people throw up. They see people do blood. That, like, those types of, like, even a rolled ankle in the NBA, like, Gordon Hayward's injury, Kevin Ware's injury. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. And the worst injury video of all time and i've seen it plenty of times and i cannot watch it when you're done watch the sean livingston video the sean livingston injury when he was on the clippers way way back i've never seen a more grotesque injury ever disgusting so my first stock down speaking of grotesque injuries is the cfl sorry eagleson four people tear their achilles was it a practice it's a game in six minutes Abe. How does that happen? That's it's that's 90% no. bad luck, right? Like you can't do anything. No, there about were like turf. more injuries. Uh, I think people claim cuz they didn't play so they had a long off season, they weren't used to the cutting or something. I don't know what happened exactly, but yeah, stock down. That is crazy. Like when one person tears their Achilles, really sad. Someone else does it in a few more minutes, you're like, right. "Stop the drill." Geez. Wouldn't you have stopped the drill? Stop How do you tear sport. your Achilles? Okay, actually, though, Abe, I feel like the report can't be true. If I tore my Achilles, practice is not resuming within six minutes. Like, what they do? He tore his Achilles, they just throw him to this. Maybe six no, game minutes. it wasn't minutes. a game. It was a practice. That's what I'm saying, six practice. And also, if you're on the team, one guy goes down, fine. A second guy goes down, maybe fine, but aren't you looking at coach and be like, I think I'm hitting the showers. A third person goes down and you stay on the pitch. I mean, I guess these Canadians are really trying to make it big time, but you're playing in the CFL. Like we said about Connor, a little (laughs) self-awareness. Just pack it in for the day. My second stock down, and I can say this because I do not think he will be returning to the Philadelphia 76ers, Danny Green. Let me get this straight. We have a two-time All-Star on our team who goes ghost mode in the playoffs, 36%. You know the deal, Ben Simmons. You are the number one seed all year, this best home team in the NBA in the last three years. You lose three games at home. In those games, you blow subsequent 18- and 26-point leads, and the Atlanta Hawks beat you in with literally no excuses. Joel played hurt, and it's my fault. 
So it's I my don't, fault, Danny Green? I don't know the what fans? he said, so you're going to have to give context. Danny Green says he loves the Sixers fans and everything and loves the city, but it's he dislikes it very much how they're so quick to turn their back and to necessarily boo and not ride not ride with them through thick and thin. He thinks fair. it's messed up. Whether or not that's fair, again, a little self-awareness. Realize what just happened, everything this city has gone through, all the years of tanking, the expectations that we had this year. Just shut your mouth. It's your fault. I wasn't Neither playing. Neither was he, though. It's your fault. Good call. <laughs> Good call. But I just don't know how you can sit there and after – because literally, there will never, ever be an excuse for the Sixers losing that series. I don't care that I beat at a torn meniscus. He was dominant. There will never be an excuse. Tobias came out and said, I know I know, we fell short. I know this is on us. I'm going to go get better. And Bede, same thing. Simmons just fled the country. That's fine. Just shut your mouth. He did it. Danny goes out of his way to call out the fans. Come on. I think he knows that he won't be back in Philadelphia. And it'll be really funny to see how much he gets booed when he got, if he comes back. It's true though. Like, like you acknowledge it is true. Like, no, 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 but, but here's the thing. That. You guys do ride with them through thick and thin, obviously. Like there's, you went through the, pro- right. but the, the getting on, like turning on Ben, the audible groans, it, it's tough. And it turned on him. You saw the viral video. We were trying to teach him how to shoot during the game. That one guy that went viral. I'm just saying, it's like, I actually think that there was a, being in the stadium, like there's a palpable feel to Sixers fans' moods impacting Ben Simmons. Like they killed his confidence. They legitimately murdered his confidence to score the basketball. They did. They, I, I actually think it was 76ers fans who did that. Oh, so I, I agree me. with Danny Green here. Are you blaming me for the Sixers yeah, losing yeah. to the Hawks? Not Is that what you're it. doing right now? Not far from it. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I think I just have to shake your hand. But the exact quote, the exact quote from Danny Green was I literally just Dear had Dear District up. looks lit as fuck. Yeah. Dear District? Uh maybe going out there. Four. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um What's your second I would need a stock Milwaukee down? vlog? But yeah, Danny Green. My second stock down. Right, I did CFL right, and Danny cool. Green. We're going to take a quick break. After the break, we'll talk some biz ball, all-star game. Uh, and Eagleson, the results are in. How were his marks and how did his driver's test go? We'll be right back. All right, fam, we are back. Two things real quick. TickPick, thank you uh, just for sponsoring the pod. And use TickPick to go to City Field. Double header, seven inning games. Just like a pleasant day at the park. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just hang out, have a day, casual, um, not too hot. Uh, had a gliz on the way out. They ha- Oh, let me tell you what happened. So please do. So so the Mets Stadium um, is known for their Pat Lafrida filet mignon sandwiches. Must be nice. Who's um, Pat Lafrida? I don't know. PLF Pat Lafrida, but they're famous. So we went to get our Pat Lafridas, 
Um, I got my filet, got a red Gatorade, $27. Um, and, you know, I pull my card out and the guy starts mumbling to me. Looks um, like Pat LaFrida is a butcher in okay. Bergen yeah. County, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they're famous. Um, so the guy starts mumbling to me. I'm like, I think what? Shake Shack uses Pat LaFrida. So nice. Nice. It's, yeah, it's not like, um, like Ruth's Chris level filet. It's like, you know, ballpark filet, which is, you know, it's pretty good. It's really good, actually. The first picture of Pat LaFrida is a picture of him standing in front of a lot of meat, raw meat, and his apron says, eat my meat. So that's the so kind of guy Pat is. Sense, got a good sense of humor. Anyways. Or got, good meat. Pause. Got, guy starts mumbling. I'm like, what? He's like, uh, cash is going to be quicker. I'm like, oh, I don't have cash. He's like, throw me 20. I'm like, what? He's like. Are you doing a drug deal for a steak sandwich? <laughs> he's like, give, he's like, give me twenty bucks. I'm like, uh, so I turned to Maddie. I'm like, you got a twenty? Because my meal was twenty seven. So I started to pick up on the vibe. Then he goes back, grabs the fillet fries, which is like cheese fries, cheese potatoes with. Keep fillet. going. I'm close. Yeah. <laughs> with and hands him. He's like, yeah, just act like you're paying and hand me twenty. I'm like, uh, so I hand him the $20 bill. He gave $41 worth of uh, Pat Lafrida's. Obviously, he pocketed that money. That was Stock crazy. up that guy. He, he, she, he, she. Sorry. If you if you work for the Mets, I'm not going to declare who it You're was. You're assuming genders? No, no, no. I'm not trying to sell my man's or woman's out. Um, and I'm not going to say what section I was at either. So uh, I think you can get a good idea based off the, the content that you posted. But Don't, don't tattle. I also think that. If I walked around City Field and I found ten employees, I could find if I picked ten employees out, one of them would be the guy. Just based off, I could figure it out. Um, so that was wild that he just like pocketed the money and gave me how extra, long? It was how much money do you think he, he's probably been making? Probably, some decent coin on that. He's probably, but we were discussing realistically like, how many inventory checks do they do after games? Yeah, no, no, no. He he's. I mean, if he got caught, balancing he the been books fired. at if he got balancing caught, the books at stadium concessions i don't think so i don't think it's that intense but where i did give him credit was his ability to identify potential targets right like Should we bring him if, on if you do the raw if you hit the wrong karen your job's toast supervisor tattle even a, even a karen in that situation who's gonna bat an eye at getting a deal uh that's that's the other thing it is kind of a win-win for both parties involved right it's like yeah, bet. <laughs> it was wild. So every time you got to go to the match, you got to go to that concession stand. Oh, for sure. With my cash yeah. ready to go. Um, and then our other sponsor, Underdog Use Code Jack. I want to do a best ball draft with you, which you can play in PA um, live so we can talk through. So just because we're going to do our leagues that we always do, but I want to do one that um, – and make sure you guys follow Underdog on Instagram. You'll be able to get into the pod league. But I want to teach you how to do best ball. It's fun. I've been drafting a ton. So Let's do it. we'll do that on a pod in the future. I'll take my 1.04 Jalen Hurts. <laughs> um, Altuve, Judge, Astros, Yankees, MLB All-Star. That shit was wild. They came back from six down after the Judge thing. That's actually becoming like a cool rivalry. The only thing is, though, not really a rivalry because the Astros keep getting their numbers. The Yankees did win two of three. And Cole, did you see Cole's performance the night before? Mm-hmm. Hundreds, That's their ace, man. 129 pitches 
no runs allowed. Complete game told Aaron Boone to fuck off so he could finish the game, which was dope. Um, MLB All-Star I mean, he's game. just been doing what Yankee fans have been doing for the last 12 months and telling Aaron Boone to fuck yeah, off. Yeah, that's fair. Um, give me a home run derby pick. What, dude? Give me a home run. The greatest player ever. Yeah, Shohei. I mean, in Colorado is going to be sick enough. The ball's going to go 9,000 miles in the air. Yeah, I didn't like, even think He that. hit it out of a dome in Japan. What's he going to do in that altitude? Yeah, I'm going with Shohei um, because if you're not rooting for him, I mean, shouts to Trey Mancini because came off cancer and is playing in the, the home run derby. So I'll root for him for my Orioles ties. But but keep in mind, I know I saw a tweet the other day. Otani has not taken batting practice all year. He hasn't taken BP all season? Nope. Doesn't take batting practice. He is a demigod. <laughs> He's so. Fun He's not watch. real. He's so. He's fun. not real. And and condolences to Acuna. Tough blow to the MLB. Tears his ACL. Electric player. But besides that injury, they're having a great season. The MLB. They're always solid. Oh, the MLB. Yeah. How will they screw it up? Or will they not? I mean, you got Otani. Trout's gonna come back. I think Bryce Harper's okay. But then you've got like these new age superstar Tatis and Mookie. I mean, it's like I have fun. And you know what? We talked about this earlier. Like I'm not tuning into games, right? Like I'm not going to watch nine. But like every time Otani hits a home run, it's on my Twitter feed. It's on my Instagram. Feed. And that's actually really encouraging for the game. So shouts to them and the MLB. Maybe maybe they're in the right direction. Um, Eagleson. Let's get Eagleson in here. The moment of truth. Andrew Eagleson takes that bullshit life class where he learns about debit card pins and whatnot, and the grades are finally in. Well, first. If I'm not mistaken, we had – oh, first, more importantly, mm-hmm. Andrew Eagleson, watch out if you're on the roads of Canada, a newly licensed driver. You know what? Snaps for Eagleson. Thanks. Thank you. you. So how'd the test go? Just aced it start to finish. Yeah, pretty solid, honestly. Yeah, like the guy we pulled back into the parking lot says, congratulations, you passed. And then he had a few little nitpicky things. And I said to one of the other instructor girls, like, what do you suck it? I pass. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, like, that's nothing. He just needed to tell you something that you did wrong. Like you were fine. I was like, okay, cool. Big man on campus. Been driving around all weekend on the left side of the road, I presume. (laughs) Yep. Always on the left side. There you go, man. Well, we're happy for you. Um, when we do come to Canada, even if you didn't have a license, honestly, you'd probably still be chauffeuring us the entire weekend. Probably. Um, you will be wearing a suit, a top hat, and we will both be sitting in the back seat. Do you, do they have Uber in Canada? Uh, yeah, they do. Just like not I out hate, where I live, but like I in the city, hate they do. The Uber app. Hate it. Why? Because you just can't get drivers anymore. They're so expensive. Ride sharing apps in general. Now I sound like a fucking Karen. But yeah. <laughs> That's just my two cents. Um, all right. So congrats on that. Yes, we'll see you in Canada. For Yeah, can you open up the borders already? You guys are being a bit ridiculous with if, that. If you're double vaxxed, you can come through. There's no quarantine. There's nothing. So, yeah. Is you're there good. anything like, to come for until next hockey season? <laughs> like, tour to Kelly's. Not, not really. <laughs> like, CFL will be on, I think, in August they're starting. But I don't think you guys want to come up just for that. Okay. All right. Well, now the true reveal mm-hmm. is Mark's season. So I, I'm having a tough time. I think I went with your original projections. I think we went over 
what did I say? I went over English, under business, and Abe flipped them. I think I, I think I mushed. You, you took some alternate English. line, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I said under English, over life management, credit card class. Yeah. Okay. What's it called? Personal life management. Personal life management. And what were the lines you said? So everyone knows. I think it was. 83 for something for English. 83 for your personal for life management. I think for English, I said 91 or 92. I actually think we have to fire you if you didn't go over 83 in a card in a class about credit cards. You got good credit score, Abe? I don't know. You're like not supposed to check. Yeah, that's does like it worse. the wildest thing <laughs> ever. What? That is it's like it's like that's like if you log into your bank account every time you want to see your balance, like they just take 10 bucks from you. That would be wild. Right? It's just like... Because I check that I often. Know. I don't. You don't? Mm-mm. You don't want to see the damage? <laughs> Especially after a weekend like this. <laughs> All right, Eagleson. The big reveal. Here we go. Which class is first? And what was the mark? Okay, so let's start with personal life management. 83 over under? Yep. 75. <laughs> oh, my shit. You're a dumb kid. Okay, like it wasn't just credit cards. <laughs> like some of it, they they I had to organize like a wardrobe and like take pictures of it and put it in a PowerPoint. Like, come oh, on. You mean you had like, to you had to get dressed? Fit check for this. You did, no, you, it was stupid. Like, I'm at home. I'm not gonna. Evil, how does Evil Mama feel about this? Not happy. Like, you know, not mad. Just Isn't disappointed. Like a B plus anyway in Canada. No, that's like a. I don't even care. You know what? That class was stupid. Let's talk. What about is English. the grade though? What is the grade? A seventy-five. That's probably a B minus. Oh my god! A Maybe B a C plus. I would have been seventy-five. I would have been Albert Einstein in that Maybe country. Maybe I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's a one. One for Jack. Well done. He's going. He's going over on English. You could tell by his confidence. Yeah, of on. course. And he led with life management. What was the line though? Ninety-one. Yeah, ninety-one. I think you had ninety-six. Jack, any any guess? I'm going to say 93. 96 would be, he, he would actually be Shakespeare. <laughs> it's like an A++ yeah. in that country. 94. Wow. Wow. All right. And what is that? That's got to be an A+. Plus. Or they I, think that's just, I, I think that's just an A. There is. It's an 100. <laughs> you guys just make no sense over there. It could also hey, just be 11, not understanding. You're 11 in the books? Yep. You're 11 One in the books. One more to go. Yeah. It's Miguel. One more to go before Miguel. You know what, Andrew? We've had our ups and downs this year in school. Mm-hmm. That personal life class, and I truly mean this, is the most embarrassing shit I've ever heard. Okay, like the class is bullshit. <laughs> I don't care. That was so, that was so intense. Um, <laughs> while we have both of you, just real quick, thoughts on NBA Finals? Bucks up. 15 in the third quarter. The series the series is going back. I said it before this game started. The series is going back to Phoenix 2-2. Okay. I mean, I just want to say, how sick is everyone of hearing Suns in four? Yeah. I, like, that guy, oh, my God. I'll just, I'm going to be brutally honest. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. I'll fight him. He doesn't look that big. Yeah. He also, like, barely hit yeah. the guys. I'm not tired of hearing Suns in four. I just hate how much clout this guy's yeah. getting. Like, dude, you got in a fight at a sporting game. If that's the case, then the entire city of Philadelphia <laughs> is the Pope. Come on. Giannis at the free throw line. It's like, oh, people realize the Suns have fans, and they get in one fight, and everyone thinks he's King Tut. 
blows. Yeah, I'm ready for Chris Paul to win the finals, but I hope it does not happen in four, and it looks like it's not going to. So No. Um, but we shall see. We shall see. NBA Finals, Game 3 going on right now. Milwaukee trying to get their first win of the finals. Eagleson, any final thoughts? I got nothing. Let's go. Congratulations, Italy, I guess. Screw uh, England. And I'll see you all in Qatar. <laughs> Ready to go. I think we need a fire Southgate. Like, there's a reason the guy's not a, man- a club manager. No, no internationals or club. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, there's a reason. That none of them are doing. <laughs> there's the okay. reason. So are we firing all the international managers? <laughs> I didn't speak on their behalf. <laughs> I, all I said is there is a reason that Southgate isn't a club manager, and you proved me correct. That is facts. The U.S. is going on right now. Oh, shout out to Messi, the goat, for winning the Copa, um, and shout out winning the Walmart or the Walmart Euros. Shout out to the U.S. who tipped off the Gold Cup tonight. None of our stars are there, so don't worry. But learn a bunch of the new ones. Throw it on the TV. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.